What's up, soccer players? On this episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience, we're talking about the winger position and what you as a player need to do on the physical side of your training to not only improve your performance, but make sure you stay healthy as well. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. Let's start out very, very basic. Will a six-pack help me as a soccer player? Logically. Why pre-game meals are important. If you do strength training, you can generate more force on the ground. It will take you less stride to get to that ball. Until you get there, you can make that up with hard work and dedication and training. On top of it, right? So if you're a player that has little to no training history, imagine the, the gains and speed that you can get in such a short period of time because you're doing things. This is why strength training is important. I don't care how you do your strength training. I don't you know some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is you have to get stronger. Hello, soccer players. Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It's me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg. Berg, how you doing today, bro? Bro, I am exhausted. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I am tired. You know when you're trying to learn too many things at once and then uh, you, you, you get like a, a mental fog? Yeah. That's how I feel. I feel like there's a cloud over my head. Mm. Lack of sleep will do that to you as well. Mm. How about you, man? How's I'm life chilling, treating man. you? I'm chilling, man. We're, uh, I'm also Andy. learning a, a few things at, at, at the same time, but my work schedule is a little bit different from yours, so I, I'm great in the sleep department right now. Yeah, so. I've never been great at the sleep department since I left college, so I'm ready for a baby. You Dude, know, they don't, people, they don't sleep. Well, yeah. I'm perfect for that job because I don't, I don't sleep too well. Ever since I think I, I started my clinical rotations last year, that's when I started getting like pretty strict about my sleep. Like if I don't get eight hours, if I get less than like six and a half, I'm, I'm not You're good. Dumb. <laughs> yeah, You're yeah, dumb. Yeah. You yeah. So, um, by the way, yeah, man, you um, Guys, we're going to get to the podcast soon, but maybe we should save this one for, for the end because, um, you know, um, Andy's favorite player is about to leave his favorite club. Oh, my God, um, bro. <laughs> we can, we'll save that for the end, but um, this is going to be crazy. Uh, speaking of really? wingers, right? <laughs> well, yeah, he plays as a winger, too. On yeah. a, he's, on a, he's on the right side of the way. Yeah, right side of the pitch. We're going to talk about um, wingers. I am with the physical prep. Yeah, so let's talk about wingers. And when you look at the map, like if you guys close your eyes right now and you picture a soccer field and you're looking from the top down, so you got the whole view. If you're picturing the winger position, I'm kind of picturing starting from about maybe 10 yards past your own um, 18-yard box. Yeah. All the way up, all the way up to the other goal. And that, that does move in, like, towards the inside of the field as well. So you got a lot of ground to cover as a winger. It's, it's going to depend, again, on your on – your, a lot, actually, on your formation. Um, but there's a lot of ground to cover, which is why it's pretty similar in terms of physical performance to the fullback position. Mm. Usually um, the, that, that, that winger position, you usually see it in, like, a 4-3-3. And uh, those guys, um, they they're responsible to create the main, um, I would say, attacking point. Like they they very they has to be very direct. They have to be very direct 
with the ball. They have to attack. And normally they tend to have, um, I would say, somewhat, it's not congested in their position. Like you think of a player like Mbappe on, on, the, on the wing or um, what's his name, Adame Traore on, on the wing side. Um, it's typically not always congested, especially when he's doing a counterattack. So you have the ability to actually go full speed ahead. But of course, that depends on the formation of the other team too. Um, but with that, with that being said, though, what let's talk about the attribute of a, of a winger. And uh, after we talk about the attribute, then we can think about how we're gonna use those. How we're gonna train those attribute at the gym to get better at it. So, Andy, let's talk about your man Messi. What's his oh. um? What's his? What is this attribute? The God, the Goat. Yeah, actually, let, let's talk about Messi and let's like almost rewind to almost like 10, 12 years ago when he was actually playing as a true winger. Um, since then, he, he's kind of drifted inside. Mm-hmm. But like, let, let's talk about his early days and one of the the biggest aspects when it comes to playing well on the wing is going to be pace. Right, because you have to be able to beat somebody one-on-one when it comes to pace, and you often have to do it. And this is rare. It's pretty much the only position on the pitch where you need to do this, but you have to be fast with the ball, right? Because whenever we're playing um, and the ball is rapidly advancing on a counterattack, most likely it's the winger that's carrying the ball. So you have to be fast, fast on the ball, and that's that's probably – one of the most important physical aspects when it comes to being a good winger. Okay. So when you think about that characteristic, being fast on the ball, you think about your training. That means that when you're training, when you're doing your conditioning, your, your stamina drill, that needs to incorporate a lot of ball movement into it, not just conditioning without the ball. There's not, there needs to be a lot of conditioning with the ball because the winger really what it does is create a lot of chances. And whenever they do that, they, they, they're in position of the ball. Um, like what's his name? Um, I'm blanking out on his name. Uh, Marshall, Anthony Martial usually every time he start to create chances and trying to do a, like score a goal, you can see that he's attacking. He's coming at you at full speed. So whenever you're training for conditioning, include the ball into it because um, doing your, whenever you're going to create some chances, you're going to be, the ball's going to be at your feet. So. Yeah. And it's, it's also important to bring up the fact that you also have to take into consideration what is the limiting factor beyond my performance too. And it's always what, what I like to do personally is I like to start drills with both, um, with including the ball, but especially when it comes to stamina. And while I'm doing the drill, if I feel like my, my touch is getting sloppy mm. because I am tired, what I will do is I will remove the ball from the drill and continue on without it. Because if, the, if your touch and your crosses are, are poor because you are tired, if you improve your endurance, you won't be as tired. So your touch will improve. Yeah, you, won't, you don't want to train that. Now, if your touch wasn't good in the first place, then maybe it's important to continue working with the ball to improve your touch and you'll be able to improve both. But there's always a balance and you always have to assess yourself and saying, what is the limiting factor behind my limitation in in my performance? 
Another characteristic of a winger is P-A-C-E, the pace. That's the pace off the ball. Not talking about the pace with the ball, but also the pace off the ball. When you're leading a counterattack or you're making that run for a through ball, woo, you need to be blistering fast. Just think about a guy like Mbappe. Like, dude, is just, just ridiculously fast. For no reason. Well, there, there is a reason. <laughs> <laughs> there is a reason. So um, speed training is going to be super important. Speed, um, speed and acceleration. Acceleration at a smaller distance, especially when um, you're doing your dribbling move and you get past the player. You got to be able to just sprint, like accelerate with the ball so you can get some distance um, to create those chances. and you need acceleration so you can get away from your players whenever there's a through ball. Um, and then when you think about counterattack, for example, in, in, in the PSG, PSG versus um, Bayern the Munich final, uh, they, their main strategy was to use counterattack against Bayern. And you could, Mbappe had tons of space in front of him to sprint. So your sprint at a long distance has to be really really great as well so that that needs to be on your training sprinting at sprint long distance sprint acceleration drill acceleration drill with the ball and without the ball yeah and let's pause and, and compare this to other positions because from your guys perspective it might sound like we're, we're being somewhat repetitive over these episodes mm-hmm. um but there are some some pretty significant differences right so Every single player on the field needs to focus on pace, speed, acceleration, all that stuff. But when it comes to specifically the winger position, one of the things that Berg said, and I want to emphasize, is the ability to sprint at a high speed, your top speed, for a longer distance, right? If you compare this to, let's say, a center back, right? Yeah. They're, they're sprinting really quickly over a short distance, maybe 10, 20 yards, mm-hmm. right? So every position, yes, they're very similar, and which is why a lot of teams do their physical training together. But there are little nuances between each position that you can study, improve on, so that way you can optimize your training. So um, just wanted to, to kind of say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else? What else does the ringer do that – always make the crowd go crazy. Well, you know, that's, that's the dribbling aspect of it, but, but that's, that's not really, we're, we're not going to include that in physical preparation. Um, but strong strength. Mm-hmm. Again, we, we, we kind of been redundant in that aspect that you need, you need to do strength training. But when you, when you think about it, when, you know, you're going against Sergio Ramos and you're trying to pass him, um, he's going to try to hold on to you like they do with the Dometriari all the time. Like, he's so fast. Like, they're trying to, like, grab his arm, grab his jersey. <laughs> um, you know, you need to be strong. You're going you're gonna to be in the, at the receiving end of brutal tackling. Yeah, and also when you improve your strength, you're improving your, your overall muscle capacity. Yep. And when it comes Durability. to strength and conditioning, one of the our main goals is to reduce injury. Well, if you look at the muscles that that wingers tend to injure the most, it's mm-hmm. the hamstring. 
because they're the ones that are doing these long distance runs at a high speed. And those runs are the ones that if you're not prepared for them very well, um, you, a hamstring injury is more likely than anything else. Mm-hmm. So happen. by doing your, your deadlifts, your RDLs, all that stuff, you're increasing your overall capacity of your hamstrings and you'll be able to hopefully avoid injury, which will allow you to stay on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now let's, let's see. Um, I was, I was going to include some, some prehab in there, but in lately in modern game, like the winger usually don't do a lot of crosses. Um, That's but- a good point. Yeah. Usually don't do a lot of crosses, but um, adductor strain, groin strain typically happen with, with forward as well because they do a lot of change of direction. Um, so it's gonna be important. Oh, um, it's gonna be important to start doing some prehab for your groin, for your adductors, and for your hamstring. Because just like the fullback, you're running, you 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 you're doing a lot of work at high intensity and over some very long distance. So the, the injury tend to be prone, the, the hamstring tend to be prone to injuries. So as the groin. So when you go, when you're doing your strength training, just make sure you, you getting some good TLC on, on your hamstring and your groin. Yeah, for sure. And that's, that's very important because as the game is evolving, the positions are evolving as well. And, Back in the day, like old Ronaldo, Cristiano, yeah. uh, Ryan Giggs, uh, Paul Skull, like Robert Perez, they always cross it, cross it, cross it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not really the case no more. So yeah, that's, that was do, we're doing the old four foot two formation. Yeah, yeah. And things are different now. You know, now you got people cutting in and shooting instead. Or you even mm-hmm. got, here's the thing like Mohamed Salah, he plays on the right wing. I see him more on the left side than the right side. That's just me. But, no. like, he cuts in so much. He cuts in a lot. Yeah. And you got Firmino, who's playing forward, but he's not really a forward. <laughs> he's, like, deceptive forward. So things, things change. Yeah, things really change. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, we talked about pace. That's important, both mm-hmm. on and off the ball. We talked about strength, how you got to be strong, um, and how you got to improve your overall muscle capacity. Um, endurance-wise, let's talk about that a little bit. It's... It's rough out there. For, it's probably just as rough for the, the wingers as it is the fullbacks, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because those guys, um, they're expected to produce, uh, to create chances at, a, at, a, at a, every, every single, well, not every single, every time they have the ball, those guys are expected to create something, um, especially when you get um, on the other half of the field. So, and you just think about trying to be creative throughout the whole 90 minute as you get tired with, you know, trying to run into the space, trying to take on guys one-on-one, um, taking shots. It, it, it gets brutal. You know, it's not a, it's not a fun, it's a fun position. It's also, um, like you said, it's, it's not, it's not easy. So endurance wise, you, you, that's where your strength training is going to come in to, to develop that muscle capacity so you can handle those like 90 minutes of um, high intensity um, work. Um, but also your, your aerobic conditioning has to be very, very good as well. Mm-hmm. You're covering a lot of ground, a lot of ground. And a lot of, especially as the match goes on, your, your focus is 
probably going to drop a little bit. Um, what we want to do is minimize that drop in focus by making sure everything else in your arsenal stays as, as top shape as possible. So mm-hmm. if you're exhausted, completely exhausted physically, your focus is going to be through the floor. And that's just how it is. When your nervous system is drained, it's drained. No matter what it is, if it's your mind, your body, you can't do either. So make sure your body is well prepared so that way you can still focus at minute 90. Not only will you be able to run from one box to the other, Mm -hmm. but you have the focus to focus on the ball and play that cross that you need to or focus to to pick your head up and scan and analyze the field because that's all important while you're doing that stuff. Well said. Word. let's talk about Messi, bro man like <laughs> yeah he he, he gone <laughs> he is gone bro they just appealed um the, the they, they just said um that that contract is not um it's not Who said a, that? i think my brother sent me an article that says um everybody's everybody's got different things so he, here's the lowdown if you guys are, are out of the loop Oh wait! Um, so it's he sent me the like I got sent an no, article. No, that I, says, I, don't, um, I don't trust any of that because people say says, different um, things. It says um, the seven hundred million release clause in Lionel Messi contract not valid for the two thousand nineteen two thousand twenty season. Who he said? Won- yeah, who said that? Who wrote that? Um, who wrote that? I think that was on Twitter. Somebody named Adriano Del Monte. Because I saw an official statement from the league, La Liga itself, saying that that 700 million euros is valid. When? Because I got sent this. Um, oh, I saw this this morning. Yeah, I got sent this this morning, too. No, I got oh. sent this yesterday. Yesterday at like 9 p.m. Well, so now you have. So Messi has a clause in his contract every mm. June saying, do you want to continue for the next season? He has the opportunity to say no. He doesn't have to say yes, but if he says no, he can leave for free. Um, and in June, he did not say no because the season was not over. The season was extended. And because of that, at the end of the season now, contracts were extended. Mm-hmm. He says that he has the ability to leave right now for free because it's the end of the season. He says he doesn't want to play next next season. So um messi didn't show up to his COVID test today not because he is protesting the club or he's on strike or anything like that he literally said i am no longer an fc barcelona player so i (sighs) i'm not going (laughs) Woo! (laughs) there we go la liga says the contract is still valid but then you have the whole la liga thing saying we lost ronaldo two years ago right we can't afford to lose Leo Messi because we're we're already losing everything we have to the Premier all League. The mon- all the all the money. Yeah, that's so, all. The, it's a lot of money you're losing. It's, it's a ton of money. Like think about the TV money. How much money TV wise does Messi bring to the league? A lot of money, bro. They can't yeah. afford to lose him. And if he goes to the Premier League, that's it. It's. Like, I think it's honestly game over. Bro, so much money is gonna be poured in into that league. Yeah, dude. So, um, but it it would not surprise me at all to see Messi sign a contract with City within the next few days, and have City and Barcelona battle it out in court for the next God knows how many years. You know, because Messi says he's a free agent. 
Mm. And like he has, there, there's no, I read another thing saying there's no precedent. There, this has never happened in history where you have a clause due to a pandemic. It was, it was extended. Like it, nobody, nobody knows. So. Yeah. What is that? You have a clause because of the pandemic it's extended. What is that? It's- so all of the players contracts that were due to be expired throughout the entire league, um, the, all the contracts supposed to be up. What was it? July and beginning of July and of June or whatever those were all extended automatically. So players wouldn't be leaving their clubs right as they were coming back into the season. They wanted them to finish. Um, so everything was extended. Jeez. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. But I mean, at the same time, you know, like I, I'm very much of the mindset that Barcelona is internally a giant mess and oh. Messi has given us so much that you like just tell. let it go you know you can tell it's a giant mess bro yeah yeah it's it's horrific now you have luis suarez pretty much revolting vocally on twitter carlos puyol like he's still my captain bro he's speaking it out publicly on twitter well i knew something was wrong when he came out after the game after um when he came out after they lost, he said, yo, if I have to personally leave so that the team can get better, I can, I will do that. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Like how, why is he talking that way? He wants to be Barcelona that's, president one day, that's, man. That's strange. That is yeah. very strange. Why would he, why would, why would he say that? Like any sort of all those players, especially when you that caliber, they, they all media trained. They are all media trained, so they know how to talk. So the fact oh, that he... Yeah, he knew exactly what he, he was saying. He knew exactly what he was saying. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is... Something's wrong. Something is not right. Yeah, right he, he had a... I, I was watching that, and at one point, I thought he was going to stop, and the reporter almost, like, pulled the mic away, and he just kept on going. <laughs> he's, going just, going. he's just like, wait, where you going? <laughs> I'm going to tell you everything. <laughs> you just feel the tea. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Well, we'll see, man. Dude, man, just let him go. He's given us so much. Uh, yo, he's given the club a lot. Yeah, he's given, like no, not the. Cl- he's given the whole La Liga. Uh, yeah, the whole world. Like honestly, this podcast probably doesn't exist if Messi doesn't. You know, you think about that. Yeah. Oh my god! So, I, mean, I can't wait for the next chapter, man. I hope he comes to the Premier League. That will make this league the most competitive league what it's already the most competitive league in in europe now you add messi into this i i i think that if messi goes to the prem let's say he goes to city because that's probably where he's gonna go yeah that's probably where he's gonna go because um only a few clubs can afford his wages is men city um manchester united mm-hmm. and then if well, you go to if you go what who arsenal can't afford him no, no. Arsenal can't afford them. Who else can afford them? No other Just clubs can afford them. City and it's PSG, City and Man United. It. That's it. Yeah, and even United's being stingy these days. But oh. like, let's say he goes to City, I think the Premier League loses all its competitive. No offense to Liverpool. No offense to Liverpool. Y'all are know. great. No, 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 no. You don't. You don't understand <laughs> what's going on. Messi hasn't been into a league where it's like war every single game bro uh, well he's like, also if he's he goes to city, messy well well we're not talking about champions league where you get like um this is the um 
first game and in round one, round two. No, we're talking about every week you, you're having to battle against your one, one man. You go against Arsenal, you go against Tottenham, you go against Liverpool, Manchester City. Like, it's not it's, – it's different. It's, it's tough, but Messi knows how to tear it up against Premier League teams. And, right, yeah. when he's on City, he has help. That is true. He does have help. You look at City's 10 besides Messi, and you look at Barcelona's 10, it's like he's dragging Barcelona through the mud. You know, like he's, he's carrying them on. His, he doesn't have to carry them on his back as City. Like City have proven they could be great without him. So, I mean, you just take, you know, Mares out of that starting lineup, put, put Messi in there. And... Mares is not even in the starting lineup. Who, who all <laughs> starts on the right way? Who starts on the right know. way? I um, I forgot his name. Oh, what's his face? Silva? One of those. Silva's they always leaving, float. Too. He's leaving. Silva, Silva's leaving. He's going to um, either um, Real Sociedad or Sevilla. I forgot. Oh, no, the, the other Silva. What's his face? Um, Bernardo. No, but I'm thinking David Silva's leaving. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's Silva's a starter. Star. Yeah. That oh, yeah, true. Been, yeah. That man has been great throughout his whole career. I've never seen somebody like this. Like, he's been great his whole career, bro. And physically, right, David Silva pretty much like the same physical profile as Messi, yeah. right? Except Messi is obviously a lot better at soccer. So I think just swap them in and out and you're good. That's it. Yeah. Well, we'll see, man. I can't wait to to find out. I hope he doesn't go to PSG. No. Nah. Because um, that league is already not competitive. Now you add Messi into the mix and it's like, come on, man. Just might as well just give you a trophy <laughs> at the beginning yeah. of the season. No, for real. Prayers up for Barcelona. My God. Poor leadership. And... Like, this is why I, like, I did a little Instagram talk this week. I'm like, yo, look, like, look at the leadership around you. Like, wherever you're at, it's not just soccer. Just look, look around you. And if they're a mess, then put yourself in a better situation, right? Because mm. you, you probably deserve better. And that's messy right there. Yep. All right, man. Well, that's how it is, bro. We'll, um... We'll, we'll we'll see what what happened next week. Yeah, and, for sure. All right, guys, that's all we had for you guys today. Sorry about the messy tangent, but this is a, a very important thing in the world of football because it's not only that just Barcelona is um um that's gonna lose a great player, but the whole La Liga itself, in terms of like um an economical standpoint, like all the revenue they're gonna lose because they don't have. Like a, they don't have a star there anymore. Like bunch of bums. <laughs> they let, let Real Madrid, and Real Madrid will be official king. Yeah, for real, for real. All right, All right. we'll see y'all next week. Peace.